welcome to Ultra Catalyst. I'm your host, Stephen Nosek. We'll be exploring the one decision people make to drive change in their lives. Join me each week to hear from a variety of guests about what they did, the techniques and strategies they used, and how they're now leading their best life. Greetings, friends. Thanks for tuning in. Welcome to the Ultra Catalyst Podcast. My name is Stephen Nosek. I am your host. Today, we're going to be talking about my recent experience in a 100-mile run. Now, why do I want to talk about this? Because as I go back and I analyze my training, my nutrition, my mindset, my focus, identify that one decision, that catalyst, where I said something has to change. Now, give me a, let me give you a little backstory. So over the last four years or so, I've been training for different triathlons. I went couch to ultra marathon plus two half Ironmans in about nine months. So that was 2019. Now, over the time, I was following a, a regular training plan that I found online. I wasn't using a coach. I used a friend who coached me a little bit on nutrition, a little bit on weights, but I wasn't really serious and I wasn't really engaged. They gave me a lot of information, but to be honest, most of it just filtered through and I thought I knew better. And some of my planning and commitments uh, with that individual, they just didn't work out. Did I still make progress? Did they still provide the right information? Would I go back and use them again? Most definitely. But at the time, I had a little too much pride and I wanted to go my own route. But you know what? At the end of that year, I surpassed every personal record, personal distance, personal sport I'd ever done ever because I kept going through. I also had a partner in crime, my brother, Jeff. We'll talk to him in a few episodes later on this year. But now let me go back to this past year. As I mentioned, I've been running in several different types of races. Uh, my goal last year was really to go out and finally complete a hundred mile uh, ultra race through some trails in Tennessee. The previous year, I DNF'd at about 74 miles, got stung by a bee twice. You could still see the marks on my arm uh, at like two, three in the morning, and it just sapped my energy. And before you know it, I missed some cutoffs. So this year, the goal was a 100-mile race. I'm happy to say I completed one. I finished 33 minutes before the cutoff time. It felt great. It was hard. Did I train for it? Yes, but I wasn't serious. Now, earlier in the year, I tried to finish a 100-mile race that I didn't train for properly. It was way out of my league. I still went, got 44 miles in, but it just kicked my ass. All my fault. Now, as I went throughout the year, I did some other triathlons, and then December came up. And there was a race called Brazos Band 100. It's a little south of where I live here in Houston. And you know what? It's actually billed as the 99.9% .9 flattest course in the United States. And believe me, it's pretty flat. Like, it's very flat. Well, I thought this would be easy. I was doing some training runs. I was working on my nutrition and my hydration. And when we got down there, I thought I was ready to go the night before. When it started, I thought I was ready to go too. And you know what? I went through the race and I ran my race. Initially, I was a little faster than I normally would, but somewhere around mile 50, maybe 55, something started to change. I wasn't thinking clearly 
because my nutrition, my hydration was completely off, like completely off. I think I threw up two or three times. It could have been the humidity. It could have been the heat. It could have just been I was eating the wrong foods. And then somewhere about mile 60, uh, I miss, missed my step, kind of slightly twisted my ankle, and that really sapped my energy. And as I continued to go, I wanted to finish. Mentally, I knew I could, but I let my physical body take over. And that's all right, because still months later, my ankle is still a little jacked. But at the end of that race, I finished 67 miles in about 18 hours. It's not the farthest I went. It's not the 100-mile race that I wanted to end the year on, because I didn't make it. But you know what? As I sat in the car waiting for my friend who was going out completing his 100-mile race, I was contemplating what went wrong. I was doing what we'll call an action after report. I was looking at the different preparation before the race leading up to it. What was I thinking? What was I eating? How was I training? What was I drinking? What did I do during the race? And you know what? It came crystal clear. I've been going about all of my training the wrong way. See, over the last four years, I did everything solo. I researched, I read books, I talked to different runners, different triathletes, whether if they're amateur age groupers, novices, even professionals. I got as much information as I can and I went out there. But you know what? I didn't have anyone guiding me in the areas that I was struggling on. My weight, my strength training, and my nutrition. See, I thought I could handle all of those things together as well as work on getting all my cardio in for the week, my intervals, my training, my elevation runs, you name it. I thought I could do it all myself. It was a hard pride thing to swallow, to recognize that because I wasn't leveraging someone else to guide me, I fell flat on my, flat on my face in this one race. And this happens right? In some areas of your life, you're going to be struggling where you got to bring someone else in. Maybe it's a mentor, maybe it's a coach, maybe it's a certified professional that you're going to reach out to because you need a little more guidance in the areas that you're not 100% knowledgeable in. Now, do I know how to run? Do I know how to drink liquids, whether if it's water, sports drinks, soups, whatever? Do I know how to eat food? Yes, yes, and yes. But do I know the right combinations? Do I know when I should be running? Do I know what types of weights and movements I need to be doing in the gym to build the right muscles to keep my endurance going forward? No, I've been doing it all myself. Most of it was done probably on the back of a napkin, but really all up in here. Now, what did that lead me to believe? I mean that I had recognize I had some shitty planning. I wasn't on a regimented training schedule. Yeah, I ran and I did different exercises, flexibility, all that stuff, 10, 12 hours a week. It just wasn't thoroughly planned out to be effective and efficient. I think in some areas, I was spending too much time doing endurance intervals and not enough time doing heart rate training, or I wasn't adding in strength training at all. I'd go to the gym, but I'd never lift weights. I was either in the pool or one of the machines, right? So if you think about it, as you're doing your running, you're going to be using a combination of different muscles. You need a lot of stabilizers. 
Well, I got about 20 pounds sitting right in the midsection that is just sitting there free floating. It's not helping. It's actually probably reducing my ability to breathe as I get into these longer runs where I start losing my posture and I start hunching over, right? All that's compressing my ability to breathe in the diaphragm. Why do I think I'm running out of breath 40, 50, 60 miles in, even though I'm barely moving, right? I'm maybe running 11, 12 minute miles. It feels easy. However, it's actually a lot harder because I can't breathe properly. Now, what did I do? I took ownership. I recognized where I was leaving opportunity for help on the table. I had so much pride that I was blinded by people's offers to help me out. Had a lot of offers over the years uh, from different folks. Uh, obviously, yeah, you got to pay for some of them. That's all right. I'm not worried about the money. It's what is my goal and how am I going to get there, right? You got to do whatever it takes to cross that finish line. And what I needed to do, I needed to reach out and I needed to go get help. I'd go find someone who I thought was going to be able to coach me on nutrition and strength. The cardio piece, I got that pretty well down. It's the other pieces I just don't have any habits. I don't have any consistency and I don't have any routines. I need that aspect before I could start really fine tuning all the mechanics of my running, cycling and swimming, right? I need to go out and build a better base. And so what did I do? I went out and I asked around. I scanned the internet. I found different people in my network. And I landed on an individual who I know is going to help me because I'm already starting to see results. His name is Justin Tit. Now, I won't go into too much detail about him. I will have him on the podcast down the line. But what I did is I enrolled into a 12-week program with him. And we're about five and a half, almost six weeks into it. In that time, what has happened? I have been strictly building my base back. I'm in the gym five days a week, sometimes six days a week. I'm doing cardio five, six, sometimes seven days a week, but I'm very targeted. I know what muscles I'm working on. I know how much weight I'm pushing or pulling. I also know how many reps and what the goal is. Those are some things I didn't even plan before. And then in the nutrition side of the house, I know what meals I'm gonna eat. I know my portions. I know uh, what types of macros are in them because I'm tabulating everything on a sheet. I'm keeping a running total to make sure that I'm sticking to the plan as closely as possible. But not just that, there's also cardio involved. So I'm really focusing more on heart rate training and small bursts or small segments, 30 to 45 to 60 minutes. Now, mind you, my goals this year are to go out and run multiple 100-mile races. Well, if I don't have my heart rate under control, if it's down at sea level versus at 10,000 feet, I'm going to have a hard time competing to get myself all the way through these 100-mile races. Heart rate training is going to be key, right? Because now I got to focus on just consistent movement and action and make sure that even though I may be increasing elevation or decreasing resistance or even increasing, flip those two around, whatever, my heart rate's got to stay steady within that zone two, almost borderline zone three. And that changes depending on your age and 
and your physical fitness, but go check it out, right? I'm using the zone, five zones of the heart rate. Anyways, the point I'm trying to make is it's very key that I identify someone who could take all my guesswork out when it comes to nutrition. See, if I look back at my planning, I was cramming in a ton of carbs that did absolutely nothing but just add weight to different sections that are going to impact my ability to be successful on these courses. My protein was actually about half of what it should be. So if you think about it, as I'm going out there trying to run 100 miles, I'm exhausting my body, not to mention I'm cutting into what muscle I have left. So I don't even have the physical strength to carry on. And mind you, I'm pretty impressed that I was actually able to complete a 100 mile race in 2022. But the reality is, is probably wouldn't have been able to uh, if it wasn't that there was no other way to get out of where I was at. Now, let's look at just a snapshot of five weeks on this program. My weight is down 15 pounds consistently. I've hit all but two workouts in the gym the entire time. Cardio, I've hit almost every single cardio. And when I don't hit it on that day, I show up at night and I do cardio in my living room on the elliptical machine. And it's about the consistent approach of making sure I'm drinking enough water, eating food at the right intervals and hitting the gym, doing the exercises that are, that are pre-planned. And I just adjust the weight based on where I'm at. Because remember, my goal is to build a solid freaking base. That way, when I go out there and my ankle is back to 100%, I'm going to be able to train more intensely on my runs, my swimming, and on my bike. That's things that when I get to those stages, I may look at other coaches that can help fine-tune my form and what types of training I should be on. But the reason why I want to focus on the basis to go 100 miles, you have to be very solid physically to be able to do it. Now, that is what I want to do in my mind because I'm shooting for something beyond the 300 mile races that I have in the coming years. But I also want to improve my times. So if I think back of all the different races that I've done in the last four years, I'm coming close to the last five to 10% of the finishers. So I'm way over here. And I know that's because physically speaking, I'm not at the best level that I could be. That's why I went out and I hired a coach, Justin Tidd. Check him out online. You'll learn a lot about him. And like I said, I'll bring him on in a few weeks. Now, today's going to be a little shorter episode because I'm prepping for an operation coming up in less than 24 hours. And I wanted to share this with you. So you could really think through, what are you working towards where you're just not getting the results that you want to be getting? Is it on the physical fitness side? Is it nutrition? Is it business? Is it finances, a relationship? You can only do so much before you recognize it's not working or it's not working to the ability you have. Now, I'll kid you not, if I look back at my training program before meeting Justin, I have a lot of holes within my training program where I just wasn't showing up. I might go through the motions or I was doing things that were counterproductive to actually the sports that I'm going in. They just weren't helping me. And we do that a lot. We spin our wheels, right? 
The fastest way to get to your goal is not a straight line, believe it or not. It's the up and down to make sure that you're pushing yourself outside of your comfort zone. While we might think it's a straight line, if, we're, if we don't have the right guidance, we're going to look a lot more like this. And believe me, I've been there for the last four plus years. I needed the help. That's why I looked uh, for someone that I saw that had the expertise on the nutrition and the strength area and the cardio side of the house that's going to get me to where I want to go. Now, you'll be seeing more results as I post. We have, what, uh, eight or seven more weeks left within the program. And you know what? I'm almost to my goal of where I want to be on the weight. I don't have too much far to go, and that's good. But the reality is, is I'm focusing on that base because from there, we could build upward and in multiple directions, just like doing this podcast, right? That's our goal for this year, one a week. Now, you may be like me. You may have a lot of pride. You may think you have all the knowledge and the know-how, but you got a little bit of an ego. You don't want to take lessons and counsel from someone else that has the knowledge, the experience, and they've been there before. And that's been my problem for a long time, especially in this area. Now, I look at these two uh, medals that I have behind me, these finishes in 2021, first time full-time uh, Ironman, and then the second one followed up with my brother for his first. These make me proud. And each one, I got better than the last time that I ran. Going into this year, I want to be able to compete at a higher level and go farther, bigger, and faster than ever before. The training that I did in 2021, compared to the training that I did in 2022, they're not enough. They're not going to get me to where I got to go. So with that said, go out and start thinking about what is your one decision? What's that one thing that's bugging you or you know you have to make a change? Go out and seek counsel. Find someone that has been there, done that, that has the knowledge that could guide you to where you want to get to. Now, you might click with them right off the bat and it works out well. Just know that if you do or don't click with them, you still got to put in the work. You got to drive a new routine, build new habits, and you got to be consistent. I wouldn't be sitting here today saying I'm down 15 pounds in 31 days if I wasn't consistently showing up, knowing what I had to do. And believe me, there are days I wake up just like you. I don't want to get out of bed. I don't want to go push the weight. I don't want to eat another bland meal. I don't want to go out and do X, Y, and Z. We're all there. It's not easy, but you know what? You still show up because you realize today is the only day that you have to make it happen. If you're not making it happen today, don't think tomorrow is going to get any better because you now have a deficit for not doing the work. With that said, thanks for tuning in. I got to go. It's time to spend time with my family. Until next time, remember, you are one decision away from changing your life for the better. Are you ready? If so, reach out, leave a comment, send me a DM, subscribe, or share it with your friends and family. We'd love to hear from you as we're starting to build this community. Take care.